Hi, welcome to another episode of the Art for a Change podcast. I'm your host, Deb Putnoy, artist, educator, and drawing activist who believes art has the power to change your brain, change your community, change your classroom, and change your connection to yourself and the world you live in. Each week, I will share with you different ways art, creativity, and drawing can change your life. Was I more naked than the model? I was 16 the summer of my junior year in high school, and I was ready for adventure. A combination of shyness and daredevil spirit, I felt a fierce pride carrying my oversized newsprint pad and still unbroken sticks of charcoal in my blue toolbox. My friend Donnie and I had decided to take art classes together, and we took the T, which is the Boston public transportation, from a suburban subway stop and watched the leafy trees turn to large looming buildings and brownstones. Donnie had signed up for an architectural drawing class, and I was taking an art as process class. I didn't really know what that meant, but it definitely piqued my curiosity, and I wanted to be at art school to feel the buzz in my bones. The museum school sits across from the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston, in the Fenway area. It's a couple blocks from Fenway Park, and any, any given day that summer, as I was learning how to break free creatively, I would imagine Jimmy Rice or Fred Lynn hitting a home run during a day game. I felt comfort knowing the park was so close by. As we got off the E-line, we crossed a steaming pavement, entered the school, and agreed to meet for lunch. And then we went our separate ways to our new beginnings. The walls of the hall at the museum schools were covered with, with random doodles and smears of paint. Images peeked out from the oddest corners as I made my way through the art school to my classroom. The room was really hard to find, tucked away on the third floor. I peeked into the other classrooms and saw the morning light blanketing the students as they pulled their tools out to start their work in their chosen medium. I remember one student was busily pushing at the nose of his terracotta figure, transforming its current shape into a new, more bulbous form. I watched him for a while and was really mesmerized. I stared at his progress and wondered what the texture of the clay would feel like to my fingers. There's so much to explore within these walls. Each room held secret pleasures in the creative process, and I couldn't wait to get my hands dirty. I entered my classroom, and I knew right off that I was the youngest student in the room. I followed the lead of the other students, grabbed an easel and a workbench, and started to set up my workstation. There was a platform in the middle of the room, and the easels rung that, ho that whole platform, and I made sure I had a good spot so I could see kind of what was going on. I watched the teacher pace in the corner of the room, talking to a short, dark-haired man holding an overstuffed black sketchbook. It was held together by a thick rubber band, and I remember really wanting to peek inside and see his work. He was a little bit frenetic, and I, I was really thrilled at kind of watching his energy, and I just kind of inhaled it all in. Out of the corner of my eye, on my right side, I saw him. Jeans and shirt, stained sneakers and a Red Sox cap. He intrigued me. I watched as he took off his cap and his sweatshirt. I kind of wondered to myself, like, where's his pad and his paper and his materials? But I figured in my mind, I was kind of figuring that he probably left all his materials out in the hall. 
The lines on his face were etched deeply, but his hair was like this thick charcoal brown, and his eyes were a piercing blue. I started fumbling with my random assortment of fun stuff inside my toolbox. I couldn't wait to use what was inside. I looked over again and saw the man stripped down to his underwear. I'm not a prude, but I got a little nervous. I wondered, is he a model? Is he there to model for this class? Well, what did I sign up for? Then I thought, I can deal with underwear. So I went back to unwrapping my vine charcoal from its crinkling plastic and loved the feel of it in my hand. It was so light and airy to the touch. I looked over at the model again, and now I knew he was a model because he was naked. My blue art box really intrigued me, and I couldn't take my eyes off of what was inside. I rearranged the charcoal and the gum eraser and the pink pearl in several configurations. I kept thinking, no one told me this was going to happen in drawing class. I looked around, and no one else seemed phased in the least. This seemed like common practice for them. The model jumped up on the platform and stood directly in front of me, where he cast his first pose. He was calm and unflinching. He is there, I thought, naked, directly in front of me, head on. Five-minute pose, the teacher calls out from behind me. The model sets his watch and places it in front of him. The teacher starts to explain. Blind contour is when we don't look at the paper. When we draw, but we only look at the form, the model in front of you. This is what I want you to do today. One line. Follow where your eyes travel and draw everything you see, but don't look at your paper. I was sure he emphasized everything, and all I wanted to do was look only at my paper and not at the model. I really was at a loss at how to begin and how to let my eyes see, but not see certain areas. But I was a compliant, obedient student, and so I took a breath, and I started the journey of my eyes. I followed slowly, very slowly, the contours of his body, his head, his shoulders, with my line. And before I knew it, two minutes had passed. I had a gaping space in the middle of my drawing, but at least I had started I looked at the drawing carefully, embarrassed by my first attempt at figure drawing. The lines were variegated and misshapen, but I had at least started the process of seeing. The model struck a new pose, a new angle from my vantage point, and the teacher calls another five, and the watch was set again. I flipped my pad to a fresh blank page and picked up my charcoal and followed my eyes again. This time, I started at his feet capturing the firmly planted foot, trying to see without looking at my page. I had to learn to let go, to trust. After three hours of poses, all of them at different times, some of them were three minutes, some were five minutes, some were ten-minute poses, I stopped, put my, my materials down, my tools, and I looked at my last drawing of the many that I had done of the model. The model was pulling his paint-splattered t-shirt over his head, and I realized as I was looking at my drawings that I, fully clothed, was more naked in my drawings than this model had been in the middle of the classroom in front of me. My line, my drawings, 
were like a fishing pole, I thought, into my inner soul, to the core of who I was. My line revealed my angst in its shaky, unsure line, but it was my line, one that I would continue to develop and discover that summer in all its raw and true form. Back on the tree, enveloped in the thick green canopy of leaves, I felt like that morning I had been indoctrinated into a new world, one that still holds me capture. The blind contour is a core element of my existence and sanity. To this day, I practice almost every day some form of a blind contour drawing. I may draw my fist for a minute or a blooming cactus for 10 minutes, not looking at my paper when I draw. It's a form of meditation and connection, of engaging a deep form of seeing. It's really a simple process, but practiced over time, it can have a profound effect. So I want you to give blind contour a try. Make your hand into a fist, or you can make it into a peace sign, whatever you want to make your hand into kind of an interesting shape. And then I want you to take a pen or a pencil and a blank piece of paper. It can even be the back of an envelope. Set a timer for two minutes. And then angle yourself so that you can see your hand, but not the paper that you're drawing on. Without looking at your paper, I want you to draw your hand. Let your eyes slowly look at your hand and draw everything that you see. Wherever your eyes travel, your pencil follows along on that journey and draws what it sees. Draw every bump, every crease. Draw everything that your eyes are seeing. Then, when the timer goes off, I want you to look down at your paper and look at your drawing. What do you see? How did it make you feel to draw this way without looking at your paper while you're drawing? Try it again. Try a new pose with your hand and keep practicing. Keep trying this form of drawing. And over time, you will see that you start to see things differently. If you want, you can share your drawings through um, Facebook. You can upload them into the Drawing Lab's Facebook page. Um, People share their drawings all the time on that page. And I would love to see what you come up with. So again, give it, give it a try. Try one blind contour drawing and just see how it feels. If you're interested in learning more about my philosophy about drawing and art, Check out my interactive sketchbook called The Drawing Mind. You can buy it through Shambhala or on Amazon.com. Thank you. Mm -hmm.